The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, Bleeding Green Nation, and welcome back to another edition of Eye on the Enemy, powered by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I'm your host, John Stolness. You can follow me on Twitter, at John Stolness. And coming up, I'm going to be joined by a good friend uh, from the WIP Morning Show, a show that I am privileged enough to hop on every once in a while. Uh, Co-host Rhea Hughes is going to join us to talk about her thoughts on the upcoming 2022 bird season, and we'll get her thoughts on the NFC East, the Commanders, the Cowboys, and the Giants, and uh, her take on where she thinks each of those teams stands as we've entered kind of a slow period here in the NFL schedule, but it's going to start ramping up here as training camp is about to get underway in just a couple of weeks. So we will talk to her in just a couple of minutes as well. First, just want to remind you to check out all of the stuff we've got going on here at the Bleeding Green Nation podcast feed, all the different shows that are starting to crank back up again. And uh, make sure to check out bleedinggreennation.com each and every day for all the latest news and notes as well. Well, joining me to talk about the Eagles, as we're kind of in a little bit of a, a dead zone right now, but still some some entertaining things to talk about with regard to the birds is 94 WIP morning show co-host Rhea Hughes. Uh, Rhea is always uh, so nice and kind to have me on the show. And uh, it was long overdue uh, that I returned the favor and <laughs> yeah. get her to come on, uh, come on the podcast. So Rhea, welcome to Eye on the Enemy. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. We love having you on because there's not too many people who do Phillies and Eagles. So you're you're a uh, you're a perfect person for us no, I, for that. I appreciate that. I fake it well with with both sports. That's <laughs> so that's pretty good. Yes. It's um, what we all do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's start off with the Eagles talking sure. about Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's the guy at the center of this whole season. Sure. I, with, with regards to 2022, I think we all like what we's having the receivers. You know, the running backs. You know, they could probably still add another guy, yeah. but there's some good there's some good things there. And I want to talk to you about the running backs in a second. But you love the O line. The defense looks much improved. I don't see a whole lot else for Howie Roseman to add to the team over the next uh, few weeks. But it's all centering on whether or not Jalen Hurts can make the progression in year in his second full year as as this team starter. So I ask everybody this who comes on, and usually it's the first question I get asked when I come on with you or when I go on someplace else is, what do you expect from Jalen Hurts in 2022, and what do you expect? Well, it's funny. I remember right after the draft, I saw something. I forget, and I apologize for forgetting who tweeted it out, but the notion that Jalen Hurts only has to improve incrementally and the Eagles are going to be a far better team. And I'm going, it's still the quarterback incremental. I don't think is what we're looking for out of him uh, considering all the weapons that they gave him. I mean, the AJ Brown, 
the offensive line, which is considered the best in the league. He's got Dallas Goddard. I'd like him to be a little bit more careful with the ball, but uh, but he's still a huge talent. Um, I think the running backs, I, I know we're going to get into Miles. I'm a big Miles Sanders fan. I'd like him to stay healthy. I think that would be a huge help for him. But it, it always comes back to the quarterback. I mean, somebody somebody called us up yesterday and said, you're always talking about J- Jalen Hurts. And I said, you're right. And we always talked about Carson Wentz, Nick Foles, Donovan McNabb, Randall Cunningham, Ron Jaworski. It's the most important position. I just don't know. I, I know there was all the talk about the Gunner report that they didn't like what they saw yeah. in one practice. And I'm going, well, it's, it was one practice. Yeah. I can't believe that somebody made that strong of a statement about Jalen off of one OTA that was a seven on seven. I, I was surprised at that. I was surprised at that too. And you asked me an interesting question when I was on with you guys uh, the mm-hmm. other day, and I'm going to turn it around and flip it back on you. Sure. Cause I don't know if maybe you've thought about it a little bit more <laughs> since then. Why would somebody pass along that information to, yeah. to Derek Gunn? What's the motivation behind that? Because there's no scenario in which Jalen hurts does not start the season as this team's not. quarterback. I was surprised at it because everything, you know, it, we're always given this label in Philadelphia that we're so notoriously difficult on our athletes Yep. Everybody wants Jalen Hurts to succeed because yeah. he's generally considered extremely likable. I know people in the building have told me they love this kid. You know, they love everything about him. You know, they want him to be a great quarterback. But all those other things that maybe you didn't get with Carson Wentz, um, personality-wise, is what I'm mm-hmm. speaking about. Yeah. Um, so I was very curious. It was. I don't think it was about Jalen. You know, let's take a shot at Jalen. It was maybe a. Um, and you might've said this, uh, let's not everybody get their hopes up so high that they think because we put these pieces around, he's going to be lights out. He's still a guy who's what, 23, 24 years old. He's, yeah. you know, still very young. I was just surprised. I can't believe it was off of that one practice. What I believe is what every coach, all these coaches or people in the organization, whoever mm-hmm. made that comment, went back and looked at all the tape and they were like, oof, you know, cause I'm not sold on Jalen yet. I, right. I, you know, I saw flashes. The Tampa game was really frightening. If that's if the season had ended and they didn't have that playoff game, I think people would be a lot more positive yeah. about Jalen Hurts going forward. That game was so bad. I also wonder how badly was he injured in that game? Because he did have the ankle surgery, was in a boot after. I'm curious how much that affected him. But I, I, th- I think it has more to do than one practice. Well, and you also, I, I think we also have to consider too with Jalen Hurts, and I, I'm like you. I don't believe one way or the other about Jalen Hurts. I'm in wait and see, I'm in total wait yeah. and see mode until the regular yeah. season rolls around, and I, I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in what I what I read about Jalen Hurts right now because it's all going to come down to when yeah. he starts the regular season, and there really isn't anything that he can do in the preseason or the summer, whatever it is. He's to, not going to play in the preseason, right? So. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're not so, going to know. We're not going to know. So it's really going to yeah. come down to regular season performance, and you know, I think. In that Tampa game, there's also the fact that it was his first playoff game. And, you know, he's playing against, you know, a team that had won the Super Bowl the year before. So there were a lot of headwinds going against uh, Jalen Hurts Mm -hmm. in in that game. He didn't have a lot of offense on on the outside to throw to. So trying to give him that bit of grace and give him a a little bit more time here this this coming season. That being said. And the the first four games. Yeah. You know, that's people are going to look at that because on the schedule, it goes, all right. It's the Lions, it's the Jags, it's, you know, um, that he better look good. Yeah. But you're also expecting a guy who's not going to play in the preseason and expecting him to come out and everything be fire all cylinders. I think it could be a little dicey in the beginning if they don't win. I guess the question is, he's so talented as a runner. 
how good do you think he has to be throwing the football? Like, does he have to throw for 4,000 yards? Does he have to no. be top uh, 10 in quarterback uh, rating? Like, what, what does he have to do? He has to be not afraid to throw the ball. I think that's – they went out and got him A.J. Brown. Uh, you've got Dallas Goddard. You have uh, – uh, was it Zach Pascal? Yeah. You have people to throw to. So he has to show more patience in the pocket for me. Mm-hmm. Not take – listen, we all know – Listen, if it's there and it's breaking down, go ahead and take off and, you know, pick up that first down. I'm okay with that. But I think maybe a little bit more patience in the pocket because of those receivers. So that that's what I want to see out of him. Yeah. And if he does progress, this team could be a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. I mean, he could, sure. you know, he, 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 if he learns to throw the ball, if he learns to trust his guys <laughs> yeah. and if he improves the accuracy, because yeah. you know, the accuracy was a problem last year and hitting the deep ball. He missed Quez Watkins was open a lot last year. And yes, he was. He never saw him. So well, and that's the one thing about AJ Brown is he does make you look good. <laughs> right. Right. And you know, Devonte Smith in his second year in the league, you sure. think he's probably going to be a little bit better this year too. Uh, I want to bring up miles Sanders because he's yep. a guy on the offense that we just don't think about a whole lot, yeah. especially as much as they ran the ball last year, miles Sanders yeah. didn't sniff a thousand yards and it's, yeah. he didn't play four games, but they were also using a committee and Jalen hurts ran the ball a lot. And miles Sanders, I don't know that he's going to be back on this team after, after this season. I did long-term. I don't know what the future is for this team at running back. So what's your temperature right now on, on Miles Sanders? Well, it's a huge year for him. Obviously he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. I was, uh, I was reading one of those articles about him where he broke down miles. You go through the numbers and I'm just talking like pro football focus numbers, which mm-hmm. I don't always you know buy into, Right. but the disparity in, He's tops in the league in yards, you know, yards per carry. Um, but other numbers, he was like 31st, you know, 32nd, you know, whatever. But it was like it, he was either in the top five or in the bottom five. Yeah. And so and I think that what it speaks to is the injuries. They have limited him. Uh, the Eagles do like to use the committee. But I, what I love about him, if you're going to have, you know, Devontae Smith, you've got A.J. Uh, Brown, you've got some explosiveness now in this offense. I think you have to have that in the running back as well. That's what I, I love that he's a home run hitter. Yeah. Now, does he dance a little bit too much? Yes, that drives you crazy. That's off at, that offensive line is great. Trust them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, go behind them. But I just love that at any moment, he could break off a 50 or 60 yarder. And he's playing for a contract. Yeah. So, you know, I think you should ride him a little bit more. I, I, running back by committee is fine with me because he's not a, you know, he's not... Derek Al, you know, uh, Henry. Yeah. He's very good, but he's just, he's too inconsistent, I guess is the best thing, but he gives you that chance that every once in a while, he's going to, he's going to break one. And he has those games where he'll pop up and he'll run for 120 yards. We'll do that yep. a few times a year. And, and yep. what I, what's been most interesting to me with Miles Sanders was his rookie season. He was a really good receiver out of the backfield yes. and that's and disappeared entirely. Yep. And yeah. so that's what I'm looking to see if he can. And I mean, they may not need him as much as yeah. a receiver with all the, all the weapons they have, but nevertheless, I, I feel like that's a weapon that they should be able to use out of the, out of the receiving game. Kenny Gainwell was their leading receiver yeah. as a rookie last year out of the, out of the backfield. So no, I, I, that's definitely something that, and his pass blocking isn't always the best either. Yeah. So I think that these third, they might not be putting him in on third down for that reason. So there's areas where he has to improve, but, I just love when he just, you know, every once in a while, he's just going to squirt through that hole and he's gone. You're not catching him. Yeah. Uh, the defense last year was really <laughs> en- enigmatic. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they didn't give up a lot of points, but they yeah. gave up a ton of yards. 
Yeah. The defense seemed to be on the field for long stretches of the game. And they just, they haven't made splash plays on a regular basis in years. They, I think they are one of, I think they're the only team in the NFL over the last four years to have 20 or fewer takeaways each of the yep. last four years. So now you've got with Jonathan Gannon here, he's got more weapons. They went out this off season. They obviously spent big in the draft, um, getting in a, an elite defensive tackle. They went out and they signed uh, Hassan Ridgeway to, to finally have somebody who can consistently rush the quarterback. See and, you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, and, and Derek's back, you know, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. BG, I'm sorry, Brandon's back, BG is back. Yeah. And so, you know, they, yeah, I thought the, your excitement level for Derek being back was a little yeah, bit too that high, was but... a little, yeah, that was a little <laughs> odd. You're right. That's <laughs> not intentional. Um, and then, you know, they, they had cause you're white and they go out and they, yeah. you know, invest in some linebackers and they go out and get a safety. It feels like they've put some pieces in place at the cornerback position to give Jonathan Gannon the type of defense that he wants. I'm just not sure what it is. What kind of defense do you think it is that Jonathan <laughs> Gannon wants to put out there? What's the goal? Well, we don't know because all we heard last year, you know, I, you know, listening to us, we are not the biggest Jonathan Gannon fans. And I don't know what he did with this defense last year that had him as a hot candidate. I still don't yeah. get that. No well, idea. now he's got those pieces. He, uh, you know, listen, Bates has to sign his tender by tomorrow. So I'm, you know, I know I'm, I'm asking, I'm being greedy, but you know, that's, that's still out there. Yeah. Um, but I, but I think Epps is going to be okay. I think they'll probably do a rotational thing out there, but I think what you had mentioned, the defensive line with, with Hassan Reddick, with Brandon being back with Davis, you might actually get pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what killed them last year. Quarterbacks, you know, that stretch they had of what, five or six games where quarterbacks were completing 80% of their passes. Yeah. It was, it was ugly to watch. I mean, Derek Carr looked like, you know, he was going to the Hall of Fame uh, yeah. against the Eagles. Yeah. So I, I, what we learned, you know, and, and I, and I love that um, uh, Gannon's like, oh, you know, sacks, sacks, sacks. We're not always talking about sacks. We'd like you to disrupt the quarterback's timing. That's yeah. key. Yeah. So I, I'd like to I, – I, I hope that there, we're going to see more of that because he's got the weapons now to do it. You've got secondary that can hold them off. So I, I just – you know, I, I want to see – I, I want to see a little bit more aggression from them. So yeah. we're, we're yeah. not going to know that at all. And, yeah. and, we're not, and we did a lot of conversation about a hybrid 4-3, That kind of all remains to be seen. But uh, Well, so it's he, all with Reddick too yeah. because I'm – I hope they use him properly. Yeah. You know, realize what he did and what he was able to accomplish last year because of how they lined him up. Right. Don't take him out of what he does well and not do it. Right. Exactly. So going around the division, um, the Dallas Cowboys, I feel had a net negative off season. Yeah. I, I still think they're good. Um, yeah. But I think overall the Eagles roster outside of quarterback is better. But of course, quarterback's really key. So <laughs> it's very key. When you put these two teams together yeah. at this point here in mid-July, who has the edge in the division right now? That's a tough call, but I agree with you. On the offseason that the Cowboys had, I don't think was very good. And listen, as good as Dak is, what what do they have to show for it? They don't have anything to show for it, you know, as of yet. Um, you know, the the broken leg the one year, last year the calf kind of limit them and he and his head coach don't know how to count, um, which was still amazing. <laughs> I think back on that, it's, it's one of my all-time favorite things. But yeah. they, you know, they do not have the offensive line that you know they were always known for having that strength. Well, they released Collins. That I think they, a lot of people think they reached for Smith at a uh, twenty-three, twenty-four, wherever they got him. That it's a reach. So that's not a plus for them anymore. They uh, traded Amari Cooper. 
Randy Gregory walked. Von Miller said, hey, you're not paying me enough money, so I'm, I'm not going to come there. Um, so I, I think I think it's going to be and, – and I just don't think McCarthy's a very good coach. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of issues there where – and I heard you mention in one of your podcasts, there has not been a repeat uh, division winner since 2005. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be one this year. I don't know if it's the Eagles. Um, I don't trust Carson Wentz. We know that. I think the Giants are improved, but I don't think they're there yet. I, I think it's, I think it could be the Eagles or Washington. I just think Dallas lost a lot. Well, let me talk about Washington and, and Carson Wentz because that's I'm in the Northern Virginia area, in the DC mm-hmm. area, and so there's I'm getting a lot of uh, Washington talk and Carson yep. talk up here, and, and really nobody really knows what to make of Carson Wentz. Yep. I think last year, up until the last two games, he played <laughs> yeah. okay. You know, he yeah. did not have a bad year in Indianapolis. Yeah. Those last two games really took it was a bad taste. And obviously yeah. there were, were probably some off the field things that were going sure. on that Jim Ursay didn't like and wanted to get him out of town as quickly yeah. as possible. So now he goes from a situation that was just perfect for him perfect. Yes. to an organization that <laughs> is a clown show. Yes. And so yeah. I'm just I'm not sure how Carson Wentz does in that environment, but I do think he gives them a higher ceiling than any other option that was potentially out there outside of Russell Wilson and those guys yeah, who didn't want to go there anyway. He's clearly a better quarterback than they've had for yeah. a while. So there, there's no doubt about that. And you're right. He did not have a terrible year up until last year, but he got COVID. I think the first game that he came back after having it, he clearly was not the same player. So he's probably still dealing with the effects. And then whatever happened in that Jags game, I, I mean, I'll never understand how poorly he played in that game. So no, I think he's an upgrade. He's got Terry McLaurin, you know, who's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. They've got a good trio of running backs down there. Um, but I just, I think you mentioned the clown show. It's just, it's always circling. Ron Rivera might be the perfect coach to be there yeah. because he can handle, you know, that's why he was brought in to try and maybe clean up some of the mess off the field kind of stuff. And I think he might be good for Carson in that here now, you don't, Carson's not with the team that drafted him and that he feels with the Eagles that he was owed something like he, you know, how dare you bench me? And, and then went mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. He goes to Indianapolis. He's with his buddy, Frank Reich. And that all, all that coddling that went on there until Jim Irsay said, you know, I've had enough. He's with an organization now that, you know, they don't owe him anything. And I think if Ron Rivera lets him know that, and that there are expectations on how he has to play and not hurt your team with stupid plays, yeah. Trying to extend the play, just use the weapons you have. They could be a lot better offensively. <laughs> I don't think Eagles fans want to want to deal with that. But I and I think their schedule is pretty easy too. If I was yeah. looking at it, well, um, everybody I, in the division and, and has Jay, a cake schedule. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, Dallas actually, actually, you know, it was funny. Let me put my cheaters on here, right here, because I went and looked it up because I wanted to see what Dallas's schedule was. They've got the Bucks. The Bengals, that's their first two games. Mm. Then they have the Giants, Commanders, then the Rams, then the Eagles. So their schedule isn't super easy early on. And you know how in Dallas, if things aren't going well early, it, it could all implode. That's just yeah. how, that's why we love them. They're, yeah. they're a show every week. So, I, yeah. Um, yeah. It can certainly snowball on them early uh, if things if things go south. So yeah. I'll ask you about the Giants. Last thing. Sure. And um, I think that they're on the way up. They we've been able to rely on them also being a laughing stock. <laughs> yes, I don't think yes. with Brian Dable and uh, yeah. and the 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 brain trust from Buffalo yeah. making its way um, mm-hmm. south Jones. is yeah. it's going to be good for them. Their question mark, of course, is Daniel Jones. They have a big quarterback question to answer this year, 
And although Daniel Jones plays pretty well against the Eagles most of the time, not <laughs> yeah. so much against everybody else. So, but I, I, are you expecting a more competitive Giants team this year than we've seen the last few years? I, I think they drafted well. I mean, I think that tackle's absolutely going to help Daniel Jones. I, I'm with you. I'm not a believer in Daniel Jones. I, I think probably this is his probably his last year because it's a new coaching staff. All right, let's yeah. get a look at him, then see if we move forward from there. But I, I just I watch him and I just you know you, you're right. Take out the Eagles games when you know he generally plays well. I just don't see it there. But there's a smarter group around him now mm -hmm. he's got talent he's got yeah. things that he can do clearly he you know he he's mobile and um but i just i i i don't feel it with him i i never have it's like you see a quarter out of him and you're like oh my god this kid's really talented and then you watch the next three games and you're like this guy's dreadful so <laughs> yeah. he's kind of he's kind of all over the place there but yeah. they're they're going to be better so you know eagles fans should maybe take advantage of it uh maybe this year but i think that they're going to be a better team. Well, it's a fascinating te uh, set of uh, teams in this division um, mm -hmm. as we head into the summer. And obviously injuries can change things. You never yep. know where things are going to head. And I always believe with the schedules, as far as they're concerned, the there are so many instances where you have teams you think are cupcakes end up being yep. better than anyone thinks and are more yep. difficult. And teams that look like they're going to be real tough end up faltering and having yep. a tough time of it. So you take it with a grain of salt. But nevertheless, uh, things are kind of aligning for the Eagles to have themselves a hmm. solid season so far uh, in, in 2022. So I guess, uh, you know, we'll see how things go here. Um, obviously, you guys are going to be talking a lot about it here over these uh, next yep. few weeks and months. So make sure you <laughs> We're check... less than two weeks. We're less than two weeks. Thank you. That's right. The Philly's nosedive. That's right. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. That's a whole other, that's a whole other kettle of fish, but we'll do, make, we'll do a podcast on that next. I'll hang on yeah. and call back and do Phillies. Yeah. And then I'll bring you on hit and season and we'll do the whole there thing again. It's, it'll be perfect. perfect. <laughs> well, make sure you're checking out 94 WIP's morning show where you can catch Angelo and Al and Rhea and the, uh, the cast of, uh, characters that cast uh, of thousands, the yes. cast of thousands, the cavalcade of stars that come through, uh, the WIP morning <laughs> yeah. show bo uh, booth. And, uh, Rhea, what's your Twitter so that people can follow you? I'm actually not on Twitter. I used to be on Twitter like a long time ago. Ah. Um, and it was great. I actually loved it. And I have to say that 80% of my interactions were fun, you know, back and forth, yeah. all this kind of stuff. But um, I got tired of waking up in the morning to um, stuff that I can't even say on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and it just is like, you know, so I, I, you know, I follow, you know, people on it, but I don't, I don't post, um, you know, and I'm, I'm available. If you want to talk to me, you, uh -huh. I got four hours a day. You can pick up the phone and call me, but yeah, I just, I found it to be so toxic. Sometimes I just didn't want to. Well, if you live in the Philadelphia area or if you can get the Odyssey app, which you can do by just going online, getting on your phone and getting the Odyssey app, you can listen to the 94 WIP Morning Show with Angelo Gataldi, Al Morganti, and the great Rhea Hughes every single morning. And uh, I'm on there every once in a while, too, so make sure you check all that out. Rhea, thank you so much for coming on Eye on the Enemy. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for coming on, Rhea. I really appreciate it. Anytime, John. You got it. And folks, that's going to do it for this edition of Eye on the Enemy. And just a reminder, please let me know what you think about the show. Go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a review of Eye on the Enemy. We're going to start really getting it fired up with uh, some conversation on the Commanders, uh, Cowboys, and Giants as training camp gets underway. And we'll do some training camp previews for each of those teams, as well as some of the other NFC contenders here this uh, coming season here in 2022. So we're going to start ramping those up here over the next couple of weeks as well. So I hope you will uh, come along with us and you'll learn more about the enemy as uh, we go through it week by week leading up to the start of the 2022 regular season. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time here on Eye on the Enemy.